In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hello, listeners. Be advised that this show is an immersive audio experience. It may seem like sounds are coming from the sides or behind you. Listener discretion is advised, as this content is intended for adult audiences only. Q-Code presents Baraska, starring Cole Sprouse, created by Rebecca Klingel. Baraska is presented by Mint Mobile. Don't let big wireless providers scare you into a bad phone plan. Get affordable premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Baraska. You really think there's bodies under the biomarkers? I don't know. Fuck, I almost hope not. That would make this whole mountain... A graveyard. But what about my mile marker? I'm not buried under it. I found Whitney's mile marker when she was still alive. And I'm wondering if she's there now. Jimmy owes us some answers. You think he'll actually tell us? If it doesn't help us kill Graham, I bet he's pretty tight-lipped. I don't know, Kay. Jimmy loves hearing himself talk, and we're killing a man for it. You better fucking tell us what we want to know. Kimber, your hands are still shaking. Nerves are cold. I don't... I'm not sure. You gotta call him when we get back to the car. I can't. I barely get service on this mountain. You? I'm lucky I get service in town. How do drug dealers run a business with these shitty phones? It's, it's a service-based industry, isn't it? Sam? What's wrong? Fuck! What? We just lost our insurance. What do you mean? We can't live stream up there if we can't get service. Fuck. So we'll have nothing to threaten Jimmy with after we kill Graham. We really need to find those files, Kay. That's a doomsday scenario for Jimmy. We'll be the last of his worries. Okay. We need to talk to Eric, see if he's found anything. Then we should go to Graham's, since that's the only guess we have right now. Come on, car's not far. (sighs) 
I'm turning up the heat. It's so freaking cold. Okay, we need to move up our timeline. I have a feeling Graham isn't going to wait much longer. And once shit hits the fan, it's gonna go fast. Oh, we better hope Eric has something. Oh shit, we need to get you trained. Uh, okay, uh, after we break into Graham's tomorrow, we should head into the woods for target practice. Have to find out where Graham is gonna be tomorrow first. As soon as my phone has service, let me know. Oh, but don't forget, you need to call Leah too. And at some point, we're gonna have to ask Jimmy where Baraska is if we can't find it ourselves. One thing at a time, Kay. <clears throat> Are you seeing these clouds? Shit, that's gonna be a big one. Watch the road! <clears throat> Sorry. If there's a storm coming in, we've got a problem. They'll keep this road plowed though, right? Storms happen every winter here. They haven't just been leaving all their merchandise up there to die, have they? That would be bad for their bottom line. Whatever road leads to Baraska, it'll be plowed. Am I getting service yet? We're almost back to the highway. Just now. How much are you going to tell him about the treehouse tomb? I'm sure he already knows about it. They're family. The Prescotts are protective over family. The ones they claim, anyway. I'm gonna tell them we found it and ask what the fuck it is. If there are bodies under those markers, that's physical evidence and we need to know about it. So, Jimmy is useful, right? Yes. Like you said, he's a useful idiot. Why? I just realized. After Jimmy tased you in the hotel room, he was talking about his aversion to running Baraska. Managing the operation. Yeah, I know. You told me. He said he hated the paperwork. He was talking about the records. Had to have been. So Eric was right. They do exist somewhere. Probably in Drisking. I highly suspected they did. Jimmy will never tell us where they are, though. No, of course not. But other people have to know. Not other people that will tell us. I could try and beat it out of Mike. Mm, he'll never say anything. Mike chose his side in this when he became one of them. Yeah, you're right. He won't tell us shit. Those records implicate everybody. That's why they're so important. We have to find them, Sam. If it wasn't for Kyle, that would be our number one goal. Killing Graham is still pretty high on my list, with or without Jimmy's deal. Call him. I'll dial. Here. Hey there, you've reached Jimmy Prescott. I am screening my call, so leave me a message if you're so inclined. If you're a woman, an eight or higher, just come straight on down to Woodmere. You know the address. Biggest house in Cashmere Hills. And bring a friend. A hot one. Yuck. You heard that? I can never unhear that. What time is it? About eight. We should probably call Eric before it gets too late. He's a night owl. He'll be awake for hours, plus he tends to get obsessed when he's looking for something. He's worried about you. Why? Eric got exactly what he wanted. I'm off the edge. I think he's just nervous about how you're handling it and everything else going on. You know he gives a shit, Sam. I know that. Shit, he's calling back. 
Yeah. Sorry about that. Wasn't in friendly company. Right. You calling for a reason? Because I've been sitting across the table from your daddy all night. Not only is he breathing, he's taking my money. Assassination takes time, motherfucker. I called because we need you to answer some questions. Oh, I'll just bet you do. Heard you were somewhere you shouldn't have been tonight. Hmm. And where would that be? They know, kid. They know every time you're in those mountains. Your daddy doesn't know what you're doing here. But since you came with the Destaro girl, he suspects you want to kill him. He just doesn't think you have it in you to do it. Won't he be surprised? Don't get fucking cocky. Graham is where he is for a reason. He ain't stupid. And he's already likely to be three steps ahead of you. Remember, I'm your ace in the hole. So kick me sweet. Oh yeah, we found your missing uncles, Jimmy. Somebody went to a lot of trouble to entomb them in a creepy fucking treehouse. Yeah? Well, I want to know about it. You owe me answers. I don't owe you shit, Walker. I think you do. Our deal isn't exactly fair, is it? We get a guy who's brain dead, and you get an entire empire? Quid pro quo, right? So satisfy my curiosity. What do you know about the tomb? What did you do with the boys? Nothing. They're still lying in that room. How long have they been there? Decades? What the fuck, Jimmy? If the bodies were found, why the hell was the mine imploded 60 years ago? The boys weren't found until after that. Bullshit. The mine was collapsed. How'd they find them? They weren't found in the mine, jackass. They were found in the treehouse years later. Nobody knew about that treehouse. They built it by themselves. It was their secret. So then who killed them? Ain't you listening? Nobody killed them. They were beat up from the mines. Looked like they all fell from quite a distance. But in the end, it was the elements that did them in. Probably couldn't make it any further than that treehouse. So why leave them there? By the time they were discovered, the stables were in full swing. So, let's just call it tradition. So that makes the tomb a mile marker then, doesn't it? Are you saying all mile markers are burial sites? Why are you asking that? Hmm? Who cares? Maybe put your energy into fulfilling your side of our bargain instead. What's the hold up on that? I've told you when he's at Bereska, and you gotta do it there. It has to be there, because we're gonna need privacy for the hostile takeover. And if you don't move on him soon, he's going to move on you. Why hasn't he yet? I'm guessing he's curious just to what your plan is. Now, when you're ready to go, call me. I'll tell you exactly where Bereska's at. He's gonna be up there tomorrow again, by the way. You ready to pull that trigger? Believe me, I am more than ready. Why do you need the shiny gentleman at all if you just bury the bodies in the ground?
shiny gentlemen don't grind bones, kid. Besides, it's only decent that folks get a headstone. You're fucking sick. And you're running out of time. Get it done. Oh, and one more thing. Kimber's mile marker is still out there on that mountain for a reason. Keep that in mind. <sighs> well, that's... Uh, wow. Trisking is like a fucked up funhouse in hell. Every mirror is a portal to another nightmare. And I'm in every one of them. Come on, let's just... Let's eat our breakfast sandwiches and go to bed. I gotta call Eric first. Let's do it inside. You need another ibuprofen? We're out. I got more when I went to buy your soup. Then yeah. Thanks, Shortcake. You check in with Eric. I'll make the sandwiches. All right. you now. Did you find something? I found 4% of something. What does that mean? Kimber texted me the name of one of the cops. Young guy, computer literate. Mike Sutton. That's him. He fell for a phishing email and I was able to get into his Instagram messages. What did you find? He brags a lot to girls online. He says the worst thing about getting laid is the paperwork. Which is... Fucking gross? Yeah, that's for sure. And illuminating. So I started digging. Got into his desktop files remotely. Eric, get to the point. Damn. Not even gonna let me get through the build-up, huh? Eric. They're using an offline hard drive. Only accessible through a VPN. Can you find it? Copy it? Not even I can do that. We need to have the physical hard drive. When you find it, you need to pull the whole thing and bring it to me. Then I can work on decrypting it. <sighs> right. Well, we're still no closer on that. Though maybe we can come at it from a psychological angle. Where would Graham and Jimmy keep it? Try to think like them. It's easy to get into Jimmy's head. He's a simple fucking guy. He would keep them in his house, on paper, and he wouldn't bother to keep it updated for shit. And your dad? I don't know. I'm gonna break into his house tomorrow, though. It could be there. He knows tech. Not that much anymore, other than he likes to play messed up psychological games. Interesting. Oh, nice. You eating sandwiches? Yeah, hey, listen, I gotta go. Let me know if you learn anything else. Thank you. No problem, and I will. See you later. Oh, tell Kimber I said up. <laughs> Did you hang up on him? Only a little. Rude. So, it sounds like Graham's tomorrow is still our best option? Yeah, it is. We should eat and get some sleep. That night, the nightmares came back. More vivid than ever. I watched Whitney's body be fed into the shiny gentleman. While she was still alive, screaming. I fought against the roots of the triple tree held me down as Graham hauled Kimber away up the mountain, laughing. I relived that horrible 20 minutes of Baraska as a kid, 
over and over. And when I woke the next morning, I was on edge and anxious, making decisions I should have made with a cooler head. I decided I would stick to the plan, but I wouldn't let history repeat itself. That's right, Amanda. Folks in southeast Missouri are waking up to about seven inches of snow, higher in some of the mountain country. If you can stay home today, we highly recommend doing so. And let's all be thankful that schools are out for the winter break. Cars buried. We can scrape that off. Okay, but can we get out? They didn't plow the back lot. I've gotten out of worse. Not going to be a lot of people out and about today. It's a good day for Grams. You think they'll be able to get up to Baraska today? A lot of snowfall overnight. The access road will be plowed. I'm going to head to Graham's house in a minute and check out his office. If I see a hard drive, I'm not stopping to check it. I'm just taking it. We are headed to Graham's. And we should take any paper files, too. Anything we can find. We just have to be careful. Make sure it takes Graham as long as possible to realize we broke into his house. There's no we for this one, Kay. What are you talking about? The hell there's not. Look, this... I just need to go alone, all right? No, it's really not all right. Shouldn't we stick together? I can't take you back there, Kay. I just can't. But why? Because that house is full of ghosts. Then why face them alone? Let me handle them with you, like I've been doing this whole time. This is different. How is this different? How, Sam? Because they're your ghosts too, Kimber. I'm not afraid of Graham. How many times do I have to tell you that? I know you're not. And he's not even going to be there. If Jimmy can be trusted. And how we're planning to kill Graham. I know that. But I don't want to risk it. And I really don't want anything about him to touch you ever again. Not even me. You're already ahead of me on that one. But it's not just you. I hate when anybody touches me. And I might for the rest of my life. Believe me. I know in my head and especially my heart that you and Graham have nothing to do with each other. Except that we do. It's just blood, Sam. Family means nothing. Or do you forget who my father is? You never loved Cleary. I loved my dad. I loved him. I was blind to his nature. Even Kyle saw it. Look, I just need to do this myself. I'll be back in under an hour. Do you even have a plan to get in? Because I have to admit, this reeks of the old, high Sam Walker. The one who reacted emotionally to everything and made stupid, stupid fucking mistakes. The backsliding door has a faulty lock if you work it enough. It's how Whitney used to sneak home in the middle of the night, and I'm, I'm still rock solid, Kimber. I just can't stand the thought of you in that house. What about your ghost? They've never left me anyway.
In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Get back inside. You're not even wearing a jacket. You forgot your phone, but luckily Leah called. Under an hour, right? Right. Go inside. Hey, Leah. How are you feeling? Do you still have a fever? How are the cravings? Thanks, I'm doing fine. Okay, I get it. I'm being overzealous. Listen, I'd like to apologize. I didn't realize you were using while we were meeting in my office, and I should have. Don't apologize. I didn't want you to know. I've always been good at hiding things. That does not make me feel better. How were you passing your urinalyses? Alright, then I'll assume Eric Tucker was helping you. Don't. I won't. I just wanted to know what I'd missed. Are you really feeling fine? Yes. I mean, mostly. Sometimes are better than others. Nausea? Yeah, and body aches too. Pretty sure I've had a couple migraines. I'm very proud of you, Sam. I can't imagine how hard that must have been. It sucked. Um, Kimber said you sent the ice packs and vitamins, so thank you. Of course. If you need anything else, let me know. And now for the million dollar question. When are you going to be back in Chicago? I don't know. There's something I have to do first. Something stupid? Probably. Something illegal? It's possible. Hell, can't you just wait a few days, Sam? A week at most? I've been calling because I wanted to tell you that Vic has made some headway on validating your story. Luke Jameson, over at Quantico, agreed to take a meeting. That's great, Leah. But you don't think it'll make any difference. Right. Sam. I'm sure you've been through this before and have no reason to trust the process this time either. But I know Vic. She's relentless. I'm not going to give up on this. You need to stay safe and you need to come home. I know. I will. You sound better. You sound good. Tired. 
Yeah, that pretty much describes it. Take care of yourself and check in with me again Friday at the latest. Got it? You need to get back here by the first. I'm serious. I need you to come in for a meeting and yes, a urinalysis. Yeah, Leah, I remember your kink. Don't be gross. By the way, I... I didn't expect Kimber. She's not how you described her at all. She's changed a lot in ten years. She didn't really recognize me either. And you've changed yet again. You sound so much clearer. Steady. It's a good change. She loves you, Sam. You've got people, including me. Remember, Friday latest or I'm coming down there. I parked a few blocks away and walked, just in case anyone was watching Graham's house. Before Whitney disappeared, she taught me the best way to sneak home without being seen by the neighbors, and I still remembered the route. I'd used it many times. Along the creek, through the Daniels' yard, and then the Monroe's, straight through our back gate, and up onto the patio. <laughs> on in the house. No cars I could see in the driveway. But the house felt deep and looming. It really was full of old ghosts. Someone, almost definitely Graham, had built a large wooden deck where the back porch had been, complete with a hot tub and wet bar. He was certainly living it up without us. I felt anger seething just below the surface but I held it in check, a power I'd only recently reacquired. As I manipulated the back lock and prayed no one had fixed it in the ten years since I'd last exploited it, I wondered for the first time about the woman living in my father's house, his new wife. Come on. Who the fuck was it? The possibilities were endless, and I guess it didn't really matter. Had he even grieved for my mom? God knew I hadn't found a moment to even think about her yet. I couldn't. Whitney's lock trick with the sliding door worked, and I stepped inside, directly into the kitchen. There were more upgrades, including shiny wood floors and top-of-the-line appliances. He had money. I was looking for a laptop, a computer tower, a file cabinet, hell, a notebook, anything I could use to prove the existence of Baraska. I started upstairs. My parents' room was different, more modern. My own room now had a flat screen, 
and a treadmill in it. Whitney's remained the same as it ever was, minus the dollhouse. No surprise there. I checked out Graham's study last, thinking it was probably the most likely place to hit pay dirt. For some reason, I was in no hurry to leave. There were echoes of comfort here. Home. It was a total mindfuck. I knew immediately the office was a dead end. The shelves that used to hold my mom's romance books were now lined with glass-blown art and ugly naked statues. The desk was barren of everything except a single notebook and pen. Instead of looking lived in, the room was now the office of an impersonal show home. If Graham still had a laptop, and I was betting he did, he had it with him. There were no hard drives here. I sat down at the desk and opened the notebook. Blank. Disappointing. <laughs> what the hell was this room for? There was nothing in it. And then, I happened to look up. Motherfucker. There was a portrait over the door. It was Whitney. Painted how she looked the summer before she was taken. The portrait was big, big enough to show the detailed expression on her face, somewhere between wariness and fear. A portrait that would have been enough to piss me off on its own, but then I noticed that she'd been painted next to her dollhouse. He was still obsessed with her all these years later. And I knew, I fucking knew, he will never leave her alone. Never. Even in death he couldn't let her go, but fuck that. I'm still her brother, and I'm not gonna stand for that shit. I dragged the painting down the hallway into the kitchen, and then tore the thing to shreds. When I ripped the canvas from the frame, I found a long alphanumeric code written on the back. I stopped for a second. Only long enough to take a picture of it and send it to Eric. Just in case. Then I dumped all the pieces into the deep, marble sink in the kitchen. I pulled a bottle of whiskey from the outside bar and poured it liberally over the sheriff's shrine. I lit a cigarette and watched it burn for a moment. So much for hiding I'd been there. Graham would know now. I destroyed his creepy art. I was about to light it on fire in his sink. Shit was about to get real. And I couldn't stop myself. After my dreams the night before, Whitney was like an open wound. And it burned. 
I threw my cigarette onto the whiskey-soaked pyre, and it erupted in a pyramid of yellow flame. I wished I could burn everything, this entire house. I wished I could burn him too. The pieces of canvas burned fast. I don't know why I sat around watching it for so long. Maybe it was my desperate need for closure. Maybe I liked knowing how much this would hurt Graham. Rip him apart. Maybe I reveled in that. A little bit. But it didn't feel emotionally satisfying. In fact, it felt like nothing. Like the shadow of something meaningful. The wooden frame was the last to burn, and as I stoked the fire, I heard a familiar sound from down the hallway. The garage door was opening. I almost hoped it was Graham, but I knew it wasn't. It was her. She wasn't my mom. She didn't matter, but I still found myself curious. So when the woman came strolling into the kitchen like she owned the place, which I guess she did, I was still paying more attention to the burning shrine than her. Who the hell are you? Get out of my house! Emmeline? It only took seconds to recognize her. Emma had aged much better than me in the ten years since I'd seen her. She looked great, really. Healthy, whole. But I couldn't figure out what the fuck she was doing in my house. Sam? Oh my god. What, what are you burning? What is this? Why are you here, Emma? A lot has happened since you left, Sam. You mean since I was run out of here? What the hell are you doing in my mother's house? Your mother is dead, Sam. I fucking know that. Answer my question. It's not your mother's house. It's my house. I live here. Why would Graham let you live here? Don't be obtuse. I think you can connect the dots. We're married. About five years now. You married my dad? My fucking dad? Oh, don't act like you're brokenhearted. We were a million years ago. Oh, I'm not brokenhearted. I'm fucking disgusted. He's in his fifties. He takes care of me. (sighs) Oh, you think he gives a shit about you? Fuck you! You used to be smarter than this, Emma. I swear to God you did. Smarter than what? Marrying someone who is steady? Established? Mature? Manipulative? Corrupt? A murdering rapist piece of shit? That's what you married. Were you sleeping with him before my mom died? That's none of your business. Yeah, you're right. It's not my business. You're not my business. You're just a pathetic town flake who peaked in high school. Get the out of my house. Not until there's nothing left of this. No, 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 no. What have you done? He's going to kill you. When I tell him what you've done, he really is going to kill you. Not if I kill him first. God, you dumb son of a bitch. You're going to ruin everything. Everything I have wanted. And I've only just... Why did you come back here? You're gonna fuck him up in the head. We're supposed to have a baby next month. Yeah, you don't look pregnant. You tell Graham I'm done waiting. 
He's done waiting. You don't know what you just did. I am calling him. I'm telling him right now. I didn't try to stop her. It was too late now, anyway. I couldn't hide this. And Emma... Jesus. What had happened in the years I'd been gone? Jimmy warned me that Graham liked to play sick games with his kids. This is what he was talking about. Fuck. Get me, Graham, now. I want to speak to my goddamn husband. He's here. He's in- Go. Keep your eyes open. What the hell are you doing in the Walker's house, Emmeline? You sleeping with the sheriff? He's my husband, you crazy bitch! What? My husband. You married him? What the fuck? No, no, Emma, you don't know what he is! Oh, she he... knows. She's having a baby next month. Yeah, I do know. We share everything, just like spouses should. Unlike he did with your mother. I'm a survivor. So are you, apparently, Kimber. You always wanted to take Sam from me. I guess you finally got him. Well, some dirty, fucked up version of him anyway. Shut the fuck up, or I'll body slam you again. If you do, he'll just kill you slower. Who are you? I'm a walker. Who are you? You're delusional. You both are so dead when Graham gets here. Yeah, we know. No, you really don't know. That portrait is like a holy relic to Graham. He fucking talks to it. It'll be like she died all over again, and this time, you killed her, Sam. You are fucked. You're both so fucked. Emma, you wholesale bitch! Come on. Don't fucking touch me! Sorry, come on! I am! You're no fucking better than Grace Cleary, Emmeline. I hope you know that. <laughs> Have fun meeting the shiny gentleman, Kimber. It's long overdue. Don't listen to her. She's been fucking brainwashed. Why the hell aren't you back at the hotel? You took over an hour, and in that time your little package was delivered. What package? Now don't act like you don't know. I have no fucking idea what you're even- Whatever. Did you find anything? Please tell me you got something we didn't just piss them off for spite. A code. Some sort of long code. I took a picture of it and sent it to Eric. Hurry, please. Stop managing me. Did you hotwire that thing? I learned a lot in my ten years away. I'm assuming you tore up the lawn on purpose? Couldn't help myself. What happened to Subtle? What happened to Subtle? Are, are you serious? You were burning the kitchen down when I came in. Well, let's take your stolen car. Maybe it'll buy us five minutes of anonymity. We, we can't. All the guns and everything are in my car. Shit. Okay, hurry. Hurry, let's go. Keys. Listen, I fucked up. Yeah, you think? I might have pissed off Graham even more. I guess it doesn't matter. This was always going to come to a head. Whatever you burn, I'm glad. Fuck Graham. What the hell were you talking about? A package? I'm talking about your little delivery that showed up this morning. I'm worried about you, Sam, but mostly I'm fucking pissed. Where was it from? Chicago. Where else? No return address. I wonder what the fuck that could be. I told you, I don't know anything about a package. Especially from Chicago. Then why did it have your name on it? 
what are you accusing me of, Kay? You think I ordered heroin on the phone like a pizza and burnout stood in line at FedEx? I don't know how that shit works. All I know is that I still can't fucking trust you, and just when I think I can... I know I was a liability, and I'm so sorry for that. It kills me to even think about the danger I put us in, but that's over. It's been over. Is it? Is it over? Yes. Yes, shortcake. I'm horribly, painfully sober. I fucking hate it. But I'm glad. I don't know anything about a package. I'm sorry you got freaked out, but I I promise you I wouldn't lie to you about this. Wouldn't you? Fuck. No. You wouldn't have. Shit. Sam, I'm sorry. It's fine. I know you're still learning to trust me. It's just... That week was so horrible and you were in so much pain. It kills me to think it was all for nothing. It's not for nothing. I'm here. I'm here with you. Also, what the fuck are we going to do? He's coming. And when he doesn't find us at the house, he's going to come straight to the hotel. I don't hear any sirens. They know we have nowhere to go. They know where we're staying. Fuck. If we try to leave town, it's over. Maybe we should just leave. Come back in another ten years. They're not going to let us leave, Kay. We can't anyway, because... I'm afraid to ask. We have to go back to the room. I left something there. It's important. I I have to go back. You can leave me there, but I... No, no. We'll go back. We'll be quick. Doesn't sound like they're following us anyway. What do you need? I wouldn't go back if it wasn't important. I swear. What is it we're going back for, Kay? Do you remember the pen pal exchange we did in eighth grade? Mr. Rebald's class? Vaguely. Kyle picked me as his pen pal for the assignment. He got away with it by routing the letters through some kid he met on the internet in Ukraine. They were his first love letters to me. They were terrible, but they are quite literally all I have left of Kyle. I need those letters. That's on brand for Kyle. How, How the fuck do you even have them? You left Triskin with nothing. Not nothing. I had your car. They were in my car? Yeah, I took your car home from the funeral, remember? After I found my mom's letter, I knew we needed to get the fuck out of Drisking as fast as possible. I grabbed only the most important shit and I put it in the car. But then Jimmy and his friends showed up. And the letters were in my car. Yeah. And they were still in there the day I left Drisking. But I was so fucked up on the drugs, I I could barely drive. Pull around at the back. All right, let's get your letters. Find some place to hide out and regroup. That's the plan. I hope to God Eric found something because we're out of time. I'm sorry. I know this is a stupid risk for some letters, but... We've done a lot of stupid shit for letters. It's all right. I'm with you, Kay. I promise. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. 
Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Is this the package you were talking about? Yeah. (laughs) I know this fucker's handwriting. Eric sent this. What? What the hell did he send you? You gotta be shitting me. (laughs) I forgot he said he was gonna do this. Maple syrup infused? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, don't get excited. Even with overnight delivery, they would have gone bad. They're frozen. We're bringing them. Really? How the hell did he manage that? They think they have us cornered. They think we're still in 209. Guess their intel isn't that good. Get your shit. Get in the car. What, what, are, what are we doing? We're running. Well, if Graham is here, maybe we should just... I didn't hear Graham. I heard Alan Grigg. What do you think they're going to do to us? They're not going to do anything. We're getting out of here. Come on. It won't take them long to figure out we're not in there. They're not going to let us go. Then we'll have to outrun them. At worst, fight them. We've got a trunk full of artillery. That you don't know how to use yet. I'll have to learn real quick. They're pinning Kyle's assault on you. Get in the car. When we come around the side of the building, I want you to get down. You think they'll shoot at us? I don't know what they're going to do. Depends on how pissed Graham is. Oh, it's Eric. He says he recognizes the code from a brand of fucking high-end hard drives. It's the it's the identity of the one we're looking for. So if we happen to find a server room, we... <sighs> I get it. Which way are you going to go? It doesn't matter. We just need to get away from them. We're not going to try to get out of town? They won't let us. And anyway, look, I I promise you we wouldn't leave Kyle. We'll just try to lose him. Do you know how to lose a tail? I've played a lot of GTA. Sam, that's not... Located the on-ramp. I see it. Can we outrun five cop cars? Sam? Look, why are all of our guns in the goddamn trunk? Hold on. Holy Kenobi, that was close. Kimber, get down! They're not aiming for us, it's the tires! What are you doing? Fuck. We don't have a choice. 
what, what, what are you gonna do? What good is this gonna do us, Sam? They're gonna see we're getting on 282. The reservoir lookout is in a blind band. They'll lose sight of us for a few seconds. But the only place to pull off is that mountain road. I know. It'll be plowed. You don't know if it'll be plowed. It's a hell of a gamble. It has to be. Stay down. They're dropping back. Sam, what if they're hurting us here? It doesn't matter. It's the only choice. I can't see them. You were right. It's plowed. Thank God. Sam? Are they following us? No, but they know where we went. They're, they're stopped at the bottom of the road. They're blocking us in. It doesn't matter. We've already lost the advantage of surprise. Then how do we have a chance in hell of pulling this off? I don't know. Maybe we don't. But this was such a mistake. I never should have brought you back here. I never should have even fucking tried. Now we're both fucked. So fucked! I wouldn't have lasted much longer on my own anyway, Kay. Oh, don't say that. God, I just wanted to save Kyle. Kill Graham. I dreamed about it. Why did I think I could do this? They were never worried about us at all, were they? I can't do this. I'm re- I'm, I'm waving the white flag. I'm giving up. You can do this. You want to know why? Why? Because they haven't met this Kimber. They don't know you at all. They don't expect you. Remember? Bad cop? So I can hit a target. So what? You can do a lot more than that. Are we just going to keep going until the road runs out? Or we see an intersecting road. We still don't know where Braska is. I-, I sent a text to Jimmy, but it didn't go through. We'll find it. We don't have another choice. Sam? Yeah? We're about to run out of road. What did we miss? I didn't see another turnoff. Maybe this isn't the way after all. Fuck. Fuck me. They're smarter than I thought. What do we do now? I don't know. Are you getting service on your phone? No. Spotty, two miles down. I don't think I'll get anything up here. Think they got a landline at Baraska? I don't know. Well, how much gas do we have? Less than an eighth of a tank? Well. Yeah, that about sums it up. At least we have the guns. Things could be worse. Yeah, it's definitely not nothing. going to be a hell of a confrontation, and we'll be going in without any insurance on our lives. And that's if we can even find the mine. Maybe we can get far enough down the mountain that you get signal and call Jimmy. You really want to help him swing the axe for his own execution, huh? Yeah, I think it's fitting. Should we drive back down the mountain and stop when we get a signal? It's a risk. If we burn too much gas getting back up, we, we won't have any heat tonight. God, I didn't even realize that. We're definitely spending tonight in the car. I guess I can also spend tonight teaching you to shoot before it gets too cold. And then tomorrow... what? We ride. (laughs) Glad to see you're still keeping a sense of humor, Shortcake. I think we should risk the drive. 
We need to know where Baraska is. That's pretty much the most important thing right now. All right. Bet I might have to make a 27-point turn to turn around on this road. Mm, that'll be fun to watch. Well, you want to do it instead, Kay? Nope. Oh, shit. My phone's about to die. Plug it in. I'm going to get my charger from the trunk, too, just in case it decides to get service. What was that? What? Oh, shit. They took it all! Almost everything! How did they get into my truck and when? Had to be in the middle of the night. But we only repacked the guns in there yesterday, after we moved to the back parking lot. We would have seen their tracks in the snow. A big storm came through last night, Kimber. It covered everything. Might have literally covered their tracks. So fuck! That means they tricked us and we were set up? I think so. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my... Oh my god, they wanted us to be scrambling without a plan. They did. They fucked us! Yeah, shortcake. They did. Why are you reacting? We're screwed, Sam! They took everything! Almost everything. They left your favorite 45 and one of the bulletproof vests. What good is a ballistics vest and a handgun without any fucking bullets, Sam? Check the chamber. Why? Check it. One bullet? Why? What's the point of this? Graham is playing another game. That's the point. If he left us with nothing, he knows we'd never show up. So he gave us a tiny glimmer of hope. That sadistic, evil bastard! I cannot believe you came from him! You were the opposite of Graham in every fucking way, and I hope you know that. Will this thing even fit me? Yeah, it'll fit us both. I made sure it was adjustable. What's that? Oh, come on! I am sick of letters. Come on, it's freezing. Let's read it in the car. All right, read it to me. Your daddy wants to see you. Find us before we find you. Enough dicking around. Coordinates below. And they signed it the good guys. Gross. How did they know about our guns? Do you think Jimmy told them? No. I think they did their homework. Grandma's always been a thorough motherfucker. Uh, Sam, what are we going to do? I don't know. We have one bullet. How are we supposed to defend ourselves? I don't know. Well, does this mean we're going to die? It's over? I don't know, Kay. I don't know. I don't know. Where are we going to go from here, Sam? There is nowhere to go. All roads now lead to Baraska. Baraska stars Cole Sprouse as Sam Walker, Sarah Yarkin as Kimber DeStaro, Sean McGuire as Jimmy Prescott, Bo Knapp as Eric Tucker, Megan Gallagher as Leah Dixon, 
Seychelle Gabriel as Emmeline, Gary Galone as Officer Grigg, Nick Sagar as Officer Ramirez, with additional performance by Winston Story. Written and created by Rebecca Klingel. Directed by Kristen Burke. Executive produced by Cole Sprouse, Rebecca Klingel, Rob Herding, David Henning, Sandra Yiling, and Michelle Zarati. Co-executive producer, Shinyin Hiyu. Produced by Brandon Wisner. Original score and composition by Darren Johnson. Additional music by Brian Kessley. Music editor, Brian Kessley and David Tadashore. Audio engineering by Ryan Walsh, David Tadashore, and Gabe Birch. Edited by Neely Oftering. Additional editor, Ryan Walsh. Sound design by Christoph Classe and Andrew Pomeroy. Mixed by Ben Milchev. Additional mixer, Sarah Ma. Casting director, Meg Mormon and Sunday Bowling. Assistant director, Kelsey Adams. Script supervisor, Omar Barahona. Production coordinator, Tom Breck. Head production assistant, Nathan Yan. Production assistant, Alex Buda. Post coordinator, Emma Jacobson. Production legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production accounting, Pin Chun Lu. Special thanks to Mara Schuster Lefkowitz. This podcast was recorded under a SAG AFRA collective bargaining agreement. Baraska is a Q Code production. Sound recording copyright 2022 by Q Code Media Inc. Baraska is presented by Mint Mobile. Don't let big wireless providers scare you into a bad phone plan. Get affordable premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Baraska. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for t- nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their case has had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.